You can please pray, pray the words, Come Holy Spirit, with me three times. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon us. Especially for those of us who are here today who have been fools. That we may know our sin, to know that you desire to forgive us in your infinite mercy. Pray in a specific way for Alec and Paige as they begin this new step in their life with you. That you continue to help them to build their lives on the foundation of the rock, which is Jesus. Please remove all that is evil from this place and ourselves and replace them with the truth, who is the person of Jesus Christ. I'm going to make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you here today. My name is Father Zach, for those who don't know me, and I just want to share how um, Alec and Paige and I met, because I received a phone call back in November uh, from Paige, and she said they just got engaged, and they said, well, Paige said this, said, my fiance and I want to become saints, and we believe that you are the one who can help us become saints. And I was like, no pressure. Thank you very much. Um, but it was a, a great honor uh, just to journey with you the past few months. And as Paige and Alec have journeyed, it has not been an easy journey. And I think sometimes we have that mentality, I just want to take the easy way, and Paige and Alec have chosen not to do that. We hear this parallel um, juxtaposing sand and rock in our gospel today. Where does sand come from? Actually, it comes from smashed rocks. The rock is a symbol of God's, basically his original intention for us for all eternity, to be one. But sin has ruptured, has sold us into slavery, and has separated us. And that sand is that sin that, which always tempts us to tell us there's a better way to life. You don't have to go to church. You don't need Jesus. But Jesus speaks to us at such a human level today. I love his, his reading today. Because he's coming to us to say, are you weak enough, not are you strong enough? Alec and Paige are not here to say that I'm so strong, it's actually I'm so weak, I need Jesus. And his church. They're here to profess in front of all of you, everyone here, that they desperately need Jesus and his church to survive this journey from here to heaven. They've admitted to being foolish at times and have we not all been fools. Sometimes we neglect the sound construction, the sound intention of the Lord. But now they're saying we're done with that. But they're also saying they need your help to keep them on that rock, that solid foundation. And just think for those of us who are here today, if we've ever been there, I've been there before, if you've um, listen to lies like, oh, you just can do it this way, or no one will catch you, uh, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're, not, you're a burden, we listen to these lies, you know, we just do things a certain way, like, it doesn't work very well. We have to remember that the God of the universe is talking to us today, this is the words of Jesus Christ, who took on flesh to win you and I back to the Father because we matter to him, meaning we're worth the trouble. And the thing is, it's not when or, or if the storms are come, it's when are the storms going to come? 
All of us have been swept away at one point in our lives by falling into different temptations of worldliness. And like, what are the storms? Let's just, let's just, let me just name a few to know that you're not alone today. What about the storms of death? What about the storms of financial stress? The storms of just brokenness in families? The storms of addiction? The storms of just deep-seated confusion? The storms of being abandoned? Storms of anger and rage. The storms of feeling trapped. And the storms of being a slave to certain sins. And many of you sitting here today are the ones that Alec and Paige want to thank for bringing them here this far and helping them put their trust in God. Especially when the storms have come. And that's what we did during marriage prep. We looked through different storms that you both have been through. Yet they also want to witness to you all here today about how God has been to them, saving them from the temptations of the world and helping them surrender to Jesus because they're here again, not to say they're so strong, but they need you. They're not pressing here to be perfect, but they're here to press. They're striving to be perfect, striving to be saints. And has it been an easy road? or easy journey by any stretch of imagination, and I'm sure Alec and Paige are the first to say to you, no, this has not been easy. But they're here today because they've had an encounter with the living person of Jesus Christ. He's not some guy out in the clouds. He's a living person in their lives. And he's God. Jesus is God. And they're here to thank the creator of the universe that is 90 plus billion light years across, to thank him for creating a creature they can share life with. When we did marriage prep, one thing we talked about is Jesus must be your first love, which is often where marriages go wrong. Sometimes at funerals, there's really no ill intention. People will say things, my spouse who passed away was my rock. And internally, I'm kind of like, that's God's job. Because as those who are married if you've gotten this far, you come to this, when you come to this realization, there's a relief. And the realization is that your spouse cannot make you happy. Only God can make you happy. Your spouse's job is to make you holy. So you can't make each other happy. So don't stress on that. Work on making each other holy. And again, this day is part about Alec and Paige, but it's, again, it's mainly about God. And many of us here, again, we have been fooled or are being fooled or are telling ourselves right now, I'm no, I'm no fool. And it looks like something like this. Internally, I'm an absolute mess. There is a storm going on inside. But externally, I look like I have it all together. And this sense of worldliness, this, this sense of competition, this always having happened together is literally destroying us. And if that's you to hear today, like, how's it going for you? We're here to change. We're here to hear the good news of what Jesus has done for us. We're also here to thank God but also, I'm here to thank you for being here to support Alec and Page. But I just want to quickly thank Alec and Page because 
being told someone wants to be a saint is super inspiring for a priest. But then being told, I think you can make me a saint is like super intimidating as a priest. But being with you both has made me want to be a saint more. So thank you. And this day is going to be full of memories and many emotions. And it's super difficult to focus. So here's my one thing for you. Always remember your why. Anytime you're frustrated or discouraged, just, say, just, just call to mind, like, why did we get married? What have we been through? Remember all of the whys. Because there's a saying that says, when you lose your why, you lose your way. When you lose your why, you lose your way. So when you're having a bad day, not if you have a bad day, when you're having a bad day, because we all have them, Jesus said you would, storms are going to come. When it is literally hitting the fan in life, remember all the sacrifices you've made, and you've made many. Remember all the heartache, because you've had a lot. But also remember all the people who've helped you get here this far. I just pray that your why is Jesus, and that may fuel you in your marriage to witness to a world that doesn't know the Lord. And for anybody here too today, if you've been sacrificing and fighting the good fight of faith, I want to thank you too, because Alec and Paige told me about many of you who have just been such an awesome witness to them. And in our marriage prep meetings, two things came up as we spoke. One was, again, how grateful Alec and Paige are for all of you. To support them to keep Jesus as their rock, as their foundation. But also they have this deep desire. The second thing is they have this deep desire for all of you to know how merciful Jesus is. And only the mercy of Jesus will bring peace in your hearts. Both Paige and Alec have had to practice forgiving one another in the marriage prep. And that's a way of building trust. Again, they're not here to say they're perfect. They're here to say they're weak. And they need the mercy of God. They need the grace of God. And yet they're saying here today, without Jesus and the Catholic Church and the sacraments, they wouldn't be sitting here. And what's the truth there? The truth is that you and I are not strong enough. We're not strong enough. So if you're weak, you're welcome. It means you're welcome to start over. But if I'm going to be, act like I'm strong and I have it all together, that's not why we're here. So what about you all here today? Because Alec and Paige have their own emotions going on right now. Are you weak enough to rely on Jesus and his church? Alec and Paige, when they take their vows, they're not here to say, I'm so strong. They're saying, I'm so weak. I need to profess my love for you in front of all these people and invite God into it. So in the Catholic Church, the theology is a little bit different. It doesn't take two to get married. It takes three, husband, wife, and God. That also means they need your prayers. They need your help. They need your support. And right now, through the power of the Holy Spirit, which we called upon to be here today, Jesus is with all of you. Or is he at least reaching out to you? Maybe simply just inviting you to say, let me be your foundation. Trust me. And for those of you who have been away or don't even know who Jesus is, like, what is your foundation? Is it money? 
Is it anger? Always going back to that, that place of hatred, and that's your foundation, which is caused and has, has so much trauma in it, and you find yourself, find that safe place there. For many of us, it's alcohol. For some of us, it's materialism. I just have the, have the right clothes, the right cell phone, the right car, the right house. Or is it Jesus Christ and his bride, the church? And if those things, anything I said is not Jesus in the church, like, what are you doing when the storms come in your life? Like, what are you actually doing? Again, many of us have been fooled. We think that money will get us through. But Alec and Paige have you know, also had to go through the heartache of losing a loved one. Money won't bring them back. What about being fooled, thinking if I just get anger and I get resentment towards this person and keep holding this grudge? Like, will that really help you? Or have you even fooled, again, by money or um, food, alcohol, materialism? Whatever is not Jesus and his bride, the church, it's not going to survive the storms of this world because it's, this world is not getting better. It's getting more difficult. But the good news is, is that God calls all kinds of broken, screwed up, messed people to be with him. When you look through the Old Testament, you look at Moses, Abraham, David. I mean, could you find a bigger group of men who are just sometimes straight up awful? Yet the Lord in his goodness called them to repentance. He called them back to himself. So Alec and Paige, if our world is looking for anything, it's looking for you to be his witnesses. That's it. Always holding your why in your heart. Most people simply don't know there's another way to live because they've never witnessed people in love with Jesus. They've never seen someone who has self-control and they drink. So maybe practice self-control. They've never witnessed a person who prays, period. Or even praying before they eat out in public. So don't be afraid. You never know who's watching. They never witness a person maybe who reads scripture, who prays the rosary, who prays the divine mercy chaplet, or said no to going to something because they had to go to confession or go to mass on a holy day of obligation. A lot of people have never witnessed anybody who's joyful and has hope that this is not it because if this world is it, oh boy. The purpose of marriage is many things, but one of the major purposes of marriage is that you're there to love your spouse into heaven, to sacrifice for them, to die for them like Jesus did for us on the cross. And that's his ultimate witness. If you look at the cross, that's Alec's job, to sacrifice his life for his bride, Paige, to lift her up and to say she's worth dying for and I'm going to do my best to get her to heaven. No pressure, right? And there's actually not a lot of pressure on you. The pressure is on your actions, not your words. Because actions do indeed speak louder than words. And again, our world is looking for witnesses. And through the Holy Spirit and God's infinite mercy, we heard those beautiful words, love is patient, love is kind. That's what love is like. 
That's what God, who is love, is like. What is patience? Patience is nothing other than the willingness to suffer the present moment. Because in the present moment, that's the only place you can be truly present to God and your spouse. What is kindness? It's not niceness. Kindness is choosing to tell the person the truth with love. We're not good at that in the Midwest. We have Midwest niceness, right? There's an elephant in the room, but nobody's going to talk about it. Kindness would say, hey, um, it's okay if I talk to you about something that's just on my heart and telling the person the truth of love. But if your love ever becomes pompous, jealous, rude, if your love ever seeks its own interests, it's quick-tempered, or broods over injury or rejoices in wrongdoing, may you do what you desire for them. Go back to confession, repent of your sins, and be a witness first. We're just going to take a moment of silence because the Holy Spirit's been hitting, been hitting some of you. The Holy Spirit always does. And we're called to pray in a special way right now for Alec and Paige as they probably profess for the first time to be witnesses forever, their love for one another in the church. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we ask that you fall upon us right now. So come, Holy Spirit. Pray especially for Alec and Paige that they never forget their why, that they always strive to be saints and be witnesses. And we ask you, ask you, Lord, that all of us who are going through storms, who are simply lost, that we encounter Jesus through the sacred liturgy. Please speak to us in a way that we can understand and help us to respond in a way that will change this world for the good And as Alec and Paige make their vows, may they know of our support for them. So come, Holy Spirit, fall upon us and fill us, and don't just change the way we think, but change the way we live. And help Alec and Paige in their new life together today, that they may be authentic witnesses of goodness, of beauty, and truth. Make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen.